Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to another quick fire Crick Index podcast. Today we're going to be previewing the hosts, India. Surely the favourites, or maybe not, uh, to discuss things as ever. We've got Dan Rhodes and we've got Vasu, who's a sports physiotherapist and uh, hailing from Hyderabad, but he's lived in Scotland for seven years and has played for a number of clubs, but currently plays for Glen Rhodes Cricket Club. Vasu, great to have you on the show. Thank you. Welcome, Vasu. Thank Welcome. you very much. Let's get straight to it. Uh, Vasu, what do you think? Uh, legitimately, India are the favourites? On Is the paper the at the minute, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't say that, but uh, they have a very good chance. Uh, looking at their recent form and their recent performance, I think they have a very good chance. Are you, are you worried about the group at all, like with Australia, or are you worried about the Pakistan game? Or do you think India should really qualify quite easily? I think they'll easily go qualify for the semi-final, but from semi-final onwards, uh, it's uh, who will play on that day better. They'll win because we got Australia, New Zealand. The both are not non-subcontinent teams, I would say, and they're playing in the subcontinent, so they might find it a bit difficult uh, to cope with the conditions and the uh, present uh, Indian team form. Then coming to Pakistan and Bangladesh. Uh, Pakistan is finding very difficult with their form and uh, with performances. Then Bangladesh, I wouldn't think uh, there'll be a challenge for India. Fighting talk, that is fighting talk. I, I think um, I think it's the the most difficult group. And if you get out of the group, which you should, but if you do, I think you you're possibly going to win it because the best. I think the better teams are in this group. I would say honestly, I think. Bangladesh, Pakistan and Australia could cause some trouble. I'm not convinced New Zealand will, but what do you reckon, Amit? In terms of who's going to come out of the group? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's India plus somebody else. I think the with with the recent Asia Cup happening, um and India dominated Bangladesh on that one. I know they'll be gunning for revenge and Bangladesh have have played competitive games having gone through the qualification stage of things. So they're they're sort of already up and running. Um, I don't know how much you can look into warm-up games for the other countries. So, uh, but I think the the thing that the Indians have got is they've got a settled team. They know who their eleven are. Dhoni knows who to play, when to play, and the amount of experience they've got is phenomenal. You could put other countries all the lineups together, and the Indians have got vast amount of T20 experience in the IPL. The conditions they know inside out, and 
Um, you know, they'll know how to pace the innings. Are you going to give any um, knowledge on each individual pitch, Fasu and Amit? I think India is playing first game at uh, Nagpur, which is a very, very batting-friendly, flat wicket, slow wicket, fast outfield, big ground, and playing against New Zealand. New Zealand, they play, you know, in the small grounds and they hit, miss hit, sometimes goes to sixer. But in, in Nagpur, it is going to get caught on the boundary. So that is the ploy. They are playing against New Zealand, playing in a bigger ground so that, you know, New Zealanders go up and get caught on the boundary. Then coming to the second game, they are playing against uh, Pakistan in Calcutta, where correct, they correct, have yeah. the crowd. Yeah, they have the crowd as a 12th fielder. So they're going to scare them off. So Pakistan is not going to perform anything in Calcutta. Yeah, Bangladesh playing in Bangalore. That's right. Oh, Bangalore is a small ground. Does that spin a lot? Because that's where we're Bangladesh favour. No, it doesn't spin there. It's always a little bit of, you know, seeming wicket. Bangalore. I played a bit cricket in Bangalore, Chinnaswamy Stadium. So it's a bit of seeming wicket. I don't think, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be worried about Bangladesh. So, and the final game, they are playing uh, somewhere in Punjab. Yeah, Mohali. That's right. And Mohali, Yora Singh, Harbhajan Singh. And they're playing Australia, I think. I'm right. Australia in Mohali. So, hopefully, that will be a little bit seeming wicket. But I don't know why they're playing seeming wicket. I think they'll make a flat wicket there for uh, Australians. Well, by the time you get to the Indian-Australia thing, it could all be settled anyway. You see, yeah, um, yeah, it could just be the decider true. maybe to see who's who finishes top, or it could just be a run rate situation. The only thing my concern is at the at the minute in India there are some areas where you have rain situation, so India doesn't want to go into that game thinking, oh, we got two games rained off, we have to win it. So that would might put a bit, bit pressure. Uh, if if we don't have any rain interruptions with any first two games, I think India will stroll down <laughs> Bangladesh easily. <laughs> let's let come on then. You're so confident, um, Amit, about the eleven. Don is eleven. I know we discussed it on the Swissant pod. Any changes, or is it so easy to pick? Talk us through the different the, the different the, elements well, of it. I I will quickly. What I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly go through my preferred eleven, and then Vasu, you come in afterwards with whatever you think should happen. Yeah. So it's yeah. this is the team. The team will be this. It'll be Rohit Sharma and Shikhar Dhawan will open the batting. Virat Kohli will come in at three. My preference is Rahane to come in at four, uh, Rainer to come in at five. Uh, they will then pick. Th- there's a there's a conundrum about the all rounder, so I think they'll go with Hardik Bandia as the all rounder. Uh, Dhoni will come in at seven. They'll the bowlers wise they'll pick Ashish Nera, uh, and they'll give just breathe Bumrah the other ball. Uh, Jadeja has got to come in as well as the next man. How many is that? Uh, so. I've, have I, got, have I got 10 there, 11 or 11 done? I've lost count. Okay, okay, yeah, 10, maybe one more. <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah, uh, you've Raj, then you've Raj comes in. You've Raj comes in. Yeah, so. Vasu, uh, um, uh, who do you think? Uh, I think I'll play differently, uh, depend upon the situation and the conditions and the the stadium where they're playing. I, I want Shikhar Dhawan, Rohit Sharma, and Virat Kohli, top three, who are builders for the second half of the innings. So first play, 10 overs, these three. Next three, 10 overs, I want Suresh Raina, Yora Singh and Dhoni. Big hitters, big sixers. Then that's six. Then you have Jadeja, excellent fielder. Pandya, okay, seam all-rounder. Then you have one spinner and two fast bowlers. That is going to be my 11. And the fast bowlers, I think I have no 
Boomerah, no one played him before, so I would definitely play him with the, against everyone. Then uh, I'll play Ashish Nehra in Chennai, and uh, Ashwin plays the spinning. Yeah, Ashwin is the open choice. You know, he'll play every game because yeah. he's got that dusra, so he'll be my standard one. I wouldn't risk uh, bringing Baji into the team. I think I feel he's old now. I think he's just good for the bench and you know, encourage youngsters and give his uh, knowledge and you know, serve drinks. <laughs> That's what I feel. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I remember Sri Santh was really into wanting Budgie to play. I don't think Budgie's going to play. Um, uh, if he maybe they'll give him a game just to keep him busy in case he's needed later in the tournament. I don't know if there's a dead rubber, but I think they're going to go with the the actual team. I think the only the thing is, if Rahane, would you play Rahane Vasa or would you not play Rahane? No, no, He's I don't think not Rahane, needed. Rahane has got a change or in a place in the team at the minute, unless if someone gets injured. Right. And, uh, and so Rahane is not in your team. And is Yuvraj Singh going to play in your team? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yuvraj is my definite, those big three hitters. I have three builders and three big hitters and two sloggers. So that's my team. <laughs> That's the only thing that I, I differ with. I'd, I'd actually, I like Rohani to play and I'd be quite happy not to play Yuvraj Singh, but I don't think the Indians are going to do that. I think the Indians like Yuvraj Singh because he can, he, can, he can change a game. You know, if you need big hitting, then you can get it in. I just think Yuvraj Singh's never on form and no, he gets picked no, on no. reputation, but he's got the spin option. He can be no, I don't, I don't agree with. I don't agree with that because Rahane is not a good uh, batsman for the first power play. He doesn't have that single taking capacity, rotate the strike, and he get pressure, built pressure on himself. And mm-hmm. Yuraj is not going to be batting in the top four. Maybe I'll play him five. So he'll have the freedom to go and swing the bat. And he's got the best free-flowing swing in the world. Even Matthew Hayden agreed with it. So I want him to hit sixes and boundaries, not nudging and nudging and taking singles. And I have first three batsmen who can go power hitting or Kohli play full 20 overs if he can. Just, you know, rotate the strike and make feed every other batsman who comes in. That is going to be my ploy. Kohli's got a ridiculously good record in T20 World Cups. Oh, if you want to go on to quickindex.com uh, and have a look, because uh, I've written something about it, but he, 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 he ridiculously averaged 100 in the last tournament and didn't score 100 because they didn't get out. He was playing the exact role you've just said there of quite a few not out. So, yeah, that's that's Kohli's... He's, he's kind of like the anchor in the Indian batting lineup. Kohli um, knows only one thing. Only James Anderson gets him out. No one else can get him out. So, <laughs> James Anderson... That's t- test, match, test match pitches in England and the the sort of T20 pitches we're going to get in India are going to be... You can't get chalk and cheese, you know. Uh, Kohli's there with his 123 IPL matches, uh, averaging 32 best 32.68 highest score of 99 but if you look at his t20 world t20 sort of situation 38 games averaging 52.65 um you know strike rate 133 so but Kohli uh, and he's recently split it with his girlfriend hasn't he Vasu which is yeah I think he is just playing some games I guess I think he must be bored with her yeah, so so this, this, you see, Dan, is a very important point, you see. Now that he hasn't got the Bollywood girlfriend, you know, keeping him down, now he's focused. And if focused Virat Kohli means it's dangerous for the rest of the world. Is, you, it, it, you know, it, yeah. Is there as many celebrity stories about Kohli as there was about KP <laughs> for England? <laughs> 
Uh, I don't know about that thing because last time when someone was interviewing Kohli, they asked him, well, how you do all this thing? And he simply said one thing, I'll see the ball in my eye line and play according to it. So I don't think when we, we are talking about the statistics or, you know, his performance, I don't think the players will remember that when they go into the middle. All they do is see the ball and hit the ball. Will you have, then, who's your, will you have three spinners then? Will you have be your third spin option? If needed. If needed, yeah, absolutely. If needed. Or if, if, if Dhoni want him to bowl for the sake of the crowd. I, 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 <laughs> I hey, love that, though. For the sake of the crowd, nobody else would even consider that. They'd just say, this is what we're doing. The crowd can do whatever, but the Indians <laughs> yeah. love to entertain. Yeah, absolutely. If he's playing in, you know, in Mohali and India is winning quite easy game and uh, Yuraj didn't get a chance to bat and, you know, we are winning by 100 runs, I think he'll throw the ball to Yuraj Singh saying, OK, just bowl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I think you need but, to be looking to get 12 overs out of your spinners because that's what seems to be dominating so far. Well, they've got a lot of options, Dan. They've got, uh, so Jadeja will bowl his quota and Ashwin will bowl his quota for definite. Then you've got Suresh Raina. Well, Herbridge's not in our team, so we don't think he's going to play. Um, but then Suresh Raina can, has a very handy spin, spin bowling in the IPL especially as well. So, um, Vasu, do you think uh, Suresh Raina is a, a good spin option? Uh, it's an open option, you know, when he, as I said, you know, when Dhoni, you never know what he pulls off his sleeves. So sometimes he just thinks, you know, okay, right, Raina now, come in, bowl. Because if Raina's sleeping on the boundary line or, you know, he's looking at the stands, he might just call him and say, bowl. Yeah, so who, and um, the seam the seam option will be Ashish Nera, Hardik Pandya and just breathe Bumrah. Yeah. Uh, and Bumrah's got a very... He, Bumrah's got a very awkward action, hasn't he? It's, a very, it's difficult to explain, but he, it's like he doesn't bend his arm, does he? He just keeps it straight. The yeah, it's called arm. stiffy action, you know. So that's why it's a lot of new batsmen will get confused. Or, you know, they might find it uh, some time to get used to him. By the time they find him and he'll finish his four overs. Dan, it's the opposite of the spinners. You know, everyone's talking about the degree of flexure. Of, of the of the arm and all this, yeah, yeah. This guy keeps his arm dead straight. I'm really? telling you, it's 180 degrees. Yeah, he keeps his bowling arm straight, and and it comes out straight. It's, it, it's you want him to bend it a bit. You want him to get a bit of, you know, like snap the wrist. There's no snapping of the wrist or anything. It's it's really no, weird. He's, he's keeping his uh, left hand stiff, not the right hand. Of course, yeah, you've just got to see it though. <laughs> you've got to see it. Who is it? Wasn't Rahana one of the highest scoring guys in the 2015 IPL? He was indeed. I, I, I fancy him, but um, there you go. It, 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 to be honest, it's, it's almost like uh, the Brazil football team. There's so much talent that you can argue a case for everybody. You mean it's, the German? Uh, you mean the German? Well, football the, team. the old, the old, the old Brazilians. I'm, I'm talking historically. <laughs> I, th- I think when you're looking at you know a big fish in a small pond, you know he was a superstar in Rajasthan Royals when he was there as a main, main batsman. When, when you come to the Indian team, there's a lot, so many batsmen, you know, better than him in 2020 format. Good point. Very good point. Amit, you've got to come back. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'd like to see him play. That's just because I think he plays more sensibly. He can, he can go through the gears and all, and all that sort of stuff. But maybe he's not the sort of person to have if you need, you know, 10 with three balls to go or something. Um, but my only problem with Yuvraj is that some, he, he's got... A, a limited number of shots so he's got the big leg side swing to get the six you know you'll see him cover his wickets completely 
um, to then get that swing to get, you know, to, to get everything on the leg side. Um, so if it comes off, it's great. If it doesn't come off, it just looks really awkward. Like it is, he hasn't got the ability to just say, okay, I can't do it. So I'll get, I'll get a run, get the other guy on strike who might be on form. You say, so he'll always go for the big hit himself. What's happened? So, to Amit, uh, uh, sorry, I have to disagree with Amit with that. Yura Singh single-handedly won the 2007 World Cup for India. He played amazingly. Then he's almost, he was the man of the series for the India winning 2011 World Cup in India. That's a long time ago, though. You see, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, if you look at his recent IPL form, he's not been very good. Where, where's look at his recent... Sorry. Where's, where's Gambia, a tapper? Uh, oh, nah. these guys! Don't, these guys aren't in the setup. Gambia's long yeah. not in, been in the setup. No, he's not in the setup. He just had a good IPL season. That's I just wondered. Uh, he's ready for retirement, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You know when the Sewag got was, and you was want, set you out pasture. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, I go with recent IPL form. You see, that's how I judge it. And on recent IPL but, but, form, but in but in saying that, he's he's played decent enough knocks recently. So. You know. No, I say I disagree again. You look at the recent uh, Indian first-class cricket. Yuvraj Singh scored, outscored everyone, and he scored bucket load of runs. That's the reason he got back into the team. Yeah, because he had a falling out, didn't he? With with uh, well, supposed falling out with the captain, uh, but now he's back in the mix, um, and he, he's got the ability. The thing is with Yuvraj, he's got the ability to to turn a game. Um, you've still got faith when. You know, Yuvraj Singh is playing. He's he can he he can you know a lost cause can become a winning cause because he's there. It's so a, he carries that kind of weight. The crucial point. He, he's Colin, the crucial point that um, that you make there is the difference between players like Rahane coming from their IPL side, and it is a huge promotion to the Indian side. Whereas some of the players that play for other countries, it's massive thing playing in the IPL. So it's a completely different dynamic for some of the Indian players who are going from being the big star when they play in the IPL to, to to like to like you say there, Rahane is not is he, not we can't even decide whether he should be playing. So there's a huge change in dynamic and mindset for the players who have to go into the Indian side rather than you know being a big star and playing in the IPL. Yuvraj is a superstar already. He's a superstar. I would say you select the team depend upon their position in the team. If the top three is failing and not scoring runs and got injured, yes, Rahane. But you know you are comparing Rahane with Yuvraj Singh, who is going to bat five or six. The, they're Rahane different players. Not, Rahane is not a five or six batsman. Yeah, I think uh, Vasu makes the best point. To be honest, in that. Uh, You've got enough players to bat through the innings. So Shikhar Devan can bat through the innings. Roy Sharma can bat through the innings. Kohli can bat through the innings. So we don't need another player that is that of that ilk. Rahane is of that ilk. You see, he's the sort of player to bat through the innings uh, with 120 strike rate. Um, and what Vasu is saying that he's selecting Yuvraj on the basis of if you need somebody with a with 150 plus, 170 plus strike rate to you know if that if that's what that game needs. He's got the ability to do that. Like, Donnie's got the ability to do that. So, fi- final question, boys, because we're going to run out. What you're thinking is, both of you are going to... Do you agree with these statements? India are going to win each of the group games, other than Rain, and then they're going to win the whole tournament, and 
not only do you think that, but what are India's weaknesses and have they got any at all? Okay, India's weakness is going to be the bowling in the pace attack. Okay, as long as the discipline and uh, a contain and bowl according to the plan, I think they'll do really well. Spin department, it is going to be our main weapon. And batting is fantastic at the minute, so we don't have to worry about the batting. If the team scores first, batting first and scores even 190, India will chase that score quite easily. So my, my worry would be the second seam bowler, Bumrah, I think he's going to do really well because no one knows how to play him yet. And this Pandya may be the weak link, bowling side, mm. part of it. And Ashish Nehra, uh, whoever plays, as a, now Sami has come back into the mix and he's bowling well in the practice games. He took some wickets, you know, starting in first few overs. So maybe one or two bowlers may be going for a little bit more expensive. Apart from that, I think India has got 90% of chance of winning this World Cup. Oh, Amit, go. Yeah, no, I'd go with... Uh, I'm a bit more conservative, so I don't go 90%. But no, he's, I agree with you completely, Vasu, in that if they do it properly, they will. They have got everything to win the World Cup with, with ease. Vasu, fantastic to have you on. Really great views there. Um, and it's nice to get some uh, different views to myself. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another Crick Index podcast. We're previewing the chances of England in the ICC World T20 tournament. And with us, we've got, as ever, Dan Rhodes. And uh, listeners will be familiar with Dan Kennett. Gentlemen, how are you? Good, man. Good, Amit. Thanks. Good stuff. Um, so, uh, Kennett, let's come to you. What do you think of England's chances? I mean, a year ago, English, English limited overs cricket was on its knees. And then now, mm. suddenly, you find yourself with young, exciting players, know how to play the game. Uh, T20 style and it's it's you know you go with optimism yes to some degree um I think we've got a an okay chance um we you know um we're the we're not the best side in the world we're not the second best side in the world um but you know we're in an we're in the easiest group um we've got we've definitely got a chance if we play well to get into the semi-finals and then um pretty much after that it's like anything can happen I guess you got we've got to hope we get a bit of luck when it matters um, Rosie, do you, do you, are you full of optimism relative to a year ago? <laughs> Obviously, you are compared to then. But how do you how do you think England's chances are? I think we've struck lucky on the group um, compared to the other one <clears throat> in terms of rankings, IPL experience, um, recent T Twenty form. Um, so in terms of that, we've got a good group. Yeah, so England have got West Indies, then South Africa, then Afghanistan, and then Sri Lanka at the end. Um, but the the uh, with all the big hitters that England have now, with Josh Butler and everybody, um, Kenneth, so I was going to say the batting order conundrum still exists, doesn't it? Does Mo and Ali go at the top of the order? Doesn't no, he? And no, he doesn't. What's the, what's the order? What's the order? What's the order? What's what's going to happen in your if you if it was your team? Um, I, the openers are okay. Um, they they're, they're good hitters. Um, they're not the best hitters in the world, but they're not bad. Um, so you talk about Roy, Roy and Hales. Roy and Hales, I think, will play. Um, they're okay. Um, uh, you know, they're not Chris Gale. You know, they're not, the da- they're not David Warner, but they're not bad. Um, um, Root at three, and and then I, you've just got to play it by ear. I think Morgan, Morgan, and um, uh, Butler. 
Uh, I think we've got to we've got to alternate. Butler's the key man. He's the best. He's the ace in the hole. He's the only one who can really he can really push the strike rate into you know ridiculous numbers. He's the only one in the team who's capable. I think uh, even more. Yeah, more he's only, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but Not I think Butler esque. Butler's the main man. Butler's Butler's the ace in the hole. Um, and if he comes off, then we can pretty much win any game. Um, He's that good, um, but he doesn't fire all the time. Obviously, he's pretty inconsistent. Um, so yeah, I think I think I think after Root at three, it's pretty much up in the air. I I I, I could live with Root. At, uh, I could live with uh, Morgan at four. Uh, you know, or maybe Butler coming up to four. And, you know, certain games maybe. Um, Rosie, the way Alex and the Australian uh, pre- uh, preview were saying that is is Joe Root going to be England's version of Steve Smith, the guy that's going to bat through the innings and it's all going to be based around him. He's going to hold it together and then the, the other guys are going to throw the bat around him. You'd hope so. And um, Alex Hales has ranked fourth in the world, so is is a lot better than what Dan was making out there. <laughs> I it's thought not, it was a bit of a disservice there, wasn't it? It's not just okay. He's actually ranked higher than Galen Warner. But um, Owen, Owen Morgan... If yeah. you were to pick a team, though, you wouldn't, you wouldn't pick... No, yeah, I, Warner, would you? No, you no. wouldn't. No, you're right there. Um, <laughs> but just, just, to, and then, yeah, like you say, with with uh, with Butler and Stokes could move around. Um, I don't think the the order. Look at it. England's recent T20s is set in stone at all, especially four, five, six. I think the other thing is you've got to have fluidity, don't you, in uh, in T20 format, depending on what the situation is. You want you don't want Butler to go in where he's got too much to do too quickly. But you're also looking for matchups. You know, I think you need to, you need to be flexible enough in your tactics to to know literally because it can come down to one or two big overs, and you you've, you've, you're literally looking for matchups in the attack. You want you want a specific bowler against a specific batter, left hand, right hand, uh, pace, spin, whatever, and you're looking for those matchups. And you've got to be, you've really got to be flexible with what you do because you know that some of your players have got uh, will score potentially 24, 28 in an over off a certain type of bowler, and you want them you want those matchups in your favour. Absolutely. I mean, you're going to have to give us some local knowledge because if England's biggest two, two games are the openers against West Indies and South Africa, how is Mumbai going to play? Um, well, as far as the IPL goes, the Mumbai is sometimes it's really low scoring and then sometimes you get, you know, really high scoring flying games. It, it It's such a, a varied sort of thing. But I think they'll all, as far as I can see what they want, they'll all be flat wickets and it will all be the team that handles the pressure at the right stage. Flat um, and low and or flat and bouncy because there's a huge difference. No, there the won't be, no, it'll be, it'll be flat, flat and low compared to like an Australian bounce. It will be, they, they can't get a higher bounce no matter how hard they try. And even if they do, it lasts for a while. It's, it's going to be flat and low. Um, but it will still have the carry um, the West Indies game, I think. The, I think the first game is key for the English, um, and both the games are at the same ground, so they're both at Mumbai. Um, West, West Indies, South Africa games. I think it's it's just how who gets who gets the running start. I'm just wondering um, whether Liam Dawson will come in and will play Dawson, Root, Ali, and Rashid for the spin because it's the spin that seems to be winning the games and the um, associates, and and dominates the whole bowling rankings. And any T20 database you want to look at, the spinners are always up there. But you don't well, want Kenny, do you reckon, do you reckon the English will be, yeah. yeah? I don't want to see any spinner ball into Chris Gale. I don't want to see... <laughs> Chris, uh, I don't want to see any spinner 
you know. Um, but then if Chris Gale gets Gale gets out early, you know what he's like. He has a few sighters and then he just un- unloads, doesn't he? Um, you don't want Mo and Ali he... opening the ball into Chris Gale, then Dan. It's not, it's not going to be our tactics. No. <laughs> if we are, we deserve to lose. Um, yeah. Um, I, I'm Western needs my actually my um, my tip to win it. To be honest, I just think that they they've got that potential. They they're, they're see the Windies. Their ceiling is extremely high. You know, obviously we all know how erratic they are, but they've got one of the highest ceilings I think of any any team in the in the game too. This is yeah, the, the, this is their format because all their players play don't play test yep. cricket. They always play in the IPL or the Big Bash. They go around the yeah. world playing T20s. And although Pollard's out for me. Yeah, he's a massive loss. Pollard's out. I think Dwayne Smith is out as well. They've got they've got a few out. Yeah, Dwayne Smith is out. I think um, as as well. So and Narayan, who he's not even in the the squad because of his bowling problems. Yeah. So so Narayan's the least of your worries. I think. Um, <laughs> Badri. Yeah, so that's, that's not going to happen. But uh, Samuel Badri is is going to be the guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think the English are brave enough, are they, to put the to put the newer spinner in there? I think they'll go with Ali and Rashid. Uh, let's bring Rashid in, but actually, because uh, fantastic big bash, second yeah. week highest wicket taker, was it not? Yep. Average of six or something. Yeah, the final. Econ- yeah, economy of six or something like that throughout the tournament, which is great. Or was it the semi-final? Hang on, no, I can't remember because Peterson got to the final with with Melbourne, and did, did Rashid get to the semi? I, th- I think so. Anyway, anyway, it was really good. He was one really of the good players of the tournament. tournament. He was. Um, the, the, the thing is, it's the bowling that concerns me. It's, I don't think we've got enough quality in the bowling too. Um, I don't think we've got enough wicket taking in the seamers. Um, particularly, there's the, the, you know, unless Stokes comes off, you know, um, with 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 pace or swing or something like that. I, I just don't think we've got enough um, in the seam attack to to do anything in this format. I'm, I mean, obviously, this, uh, you know, I think the best the best bowler we got in this format is is is, is Rashid. Yeah, so Rashid and Moe and Ali will have the spinning um, duties. Um, who's going to come in with the seam? Uh, Dan Plunkett? No, Plunkett, God, no. Topley, Topley no. Willie? I think Willie's probably the best best one we've got. Is he fit? How fit is he? I think I'm he's not fit. sure about his fitness. I think he's fit. He, yeah, yeah I, 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 if he's fit, I play David Willie. Um, Topley, he's got some good slower balls, hasn't he, and stuff. And, the thing about Topley is the opposition always think he's rubbish, so he, they, they always try and slog him, a bit like Moeen. Um, and he, he can pick up wickets from slogging. Um, yeah, but mm, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not, as you can tell, I'm not particularly <laughs> impressed. There's going to be loads of English fans tuning in to listen to an upbeat pod about the English. and, and we're, well, yeah, I think we're being absolutely realistic. I, I do not fancy us at all for this tournament. Oh, I think we can get to the semis if, if we get a bit of a run. But Stokesy, um, um, I think he's a proper ace in the hole. Again, you know, he, he's one of the few there. He, he Again, he can come off with the bat and the ball. So when you've got a wild card like him in your team, it's just the other ones. Jordan, meh, I think. Plunkett, meh. No, you know, there's just too much, really, for me. I think they've got the, I think there's a lot of X factor in the bat, and I think there's an explosiveness. Mm. What I don't see in the squad is the IPL experience that all the other teams nope. have got vast amounts of. Um, the, our big batters are the ones that have had little bits of experience. As captains, had quite a lot of experience there as well. But if you look at the other squads, they've got. 50, 60 games across the world in various conditions, and then, and then three, four, five, six seasons with some people in the IPL. And and we don't even have our, the ones who have played the IPL for England and not in this squad because they've either retired or they haven't been picked. Well, Morgan, Morgan, 
Yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's about it. But even even with Morgan, you see, uh, as far as the IPL goes, Morgan's a fringe player. He's not the the go-to player. He'll be a player that will be used as rotation. So as as highly as he's ranked in the England setup and stuff, um, as far as other countries are concerned, they don't think of it as as such a thing. My biggest thinking that will work in England's favour is that they're not considered the fancied team. Everybody's thinking West Indies, South. from a world point of view, this is. Everyone's thinking West Indies, South Africa got it nailed in. Um, and no one's going to think of the English, and I reckon that that will work in their favour, underdog mentality and all that contender mentality, and they've got some players, so if they get it right, um, well, uh, the right weakness to, no, is the bowling. They're, they're, but, they're right not to think of the English as a threat, because we've only ever won one global tournament. <laughs> we aren't a threat, <laughs> so, historically, so this isn't, um, you know... Um, the, I, the IPL experience thing is what I, I think is, mm. is going to be key, and the other thing is, because of the IPL experience, other teams and other players have been in situations where they've they've been in the pressure pot. You see, that's the yeah. other thing. So, how, like Josh Butler, if he was in the IPL from season get go, he would have had all the experience of playing in those and every game in the IPL's pressure because yeah, it just so becomes, pre- you know, his his. But you know, it's 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 nice to see that the English the the management mentality has changed slightly and these kind of things are being you know uh, being allowed. Rashid, you know, he 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 can only do better because of the experience from the Big Bash mm. uh, and so on. But you know, we'll see. But I mean, the fact that you're playing West Indies who've got Gale, and then you're playing South Africa who've got AB de Villiers who can and de Kock. I mean, they've got. Players. I mean, Lendl Simmons is a guy that's out as well. I think for the Windies, which is uh, that's a big, that's yeah. a big uh, uh, bonus for England, I suppose. But M- Miller, uh, he's Miller as well, players. and Duplessis who've got loads of IPL experience. Miller mm. and Duplessis, massive, massive IPL experience, and they know the pitches and all the rest of it. Uh, what about Delhi? How's Delhi? How's Delhi going to play? Because we've got another two games there, so two games in Mumbai and two in Delhi. Two games in Mumbai, two games in De- Delhi will, will also be high-scoring stuff. Um, just play through the line. And Who's the qualifier? Who's the qualifier in Afghanistan? Is it Bangladesh? Af- Af- Afghanistan. No, Afghanistan. Okay. Okay. I actually, I know absolutely nothing about Afghanistan. Been a, I, been I, been I hope you're not side. asking for. That. I thought, <laughs> hope you're not asking for expert commentary on Afghanistan, guys. <laughs> they, me, so they, I can't give you that. They've been the keyest, best associate nation for some time now. I reckon. Oh, it could it could all be over. It could all be over by the time that you play the Afghanistanis. <laughs> well, we we, we do specialise in losing to uh, minnows in global tournaments, you know. <laughs> Should we, should, we, should we just discuss KP for a couple of minutes as well? Because he's the, he's the one player that's got T20 experience all around the world and absolutely loads yeah. of it. Yeah, um, we should. Uh, because the team would be better with him in it, undoubtedly. Um, and he, we've only won, ever won one global tournament um, and he was the man of that tournament. Um, and uh, if you look at the actual um, ICC's own website, they've got they got this really nice feature where they they can you can separate player stat, career stats from tournaments and then not just internationals. And he's got the third highest strike rate in uh, tournament strike rate of any batter in history uh, in T20. Uh, he's only batted by Shahid Afridi and Imran Nazir. There's a strike rate of 148 across 15 matches, an average of 45 in T20. <laughs> Some record, and which is you know. It's just for politics, politics reasons and personal reasons. Actually, it's, actually, it's not just politics; it's personal with Strauss. So, and he hasn't been able to bury the hatchet. I'm afraid I, I think he's got it wrong. Yeah, I mean, uh, KP just to sort of say, 32 IPL games. If we go with that as the average, uh, as the the go-to sort of figure, because the tournament being in India, average of 37.12. 
um, highest 103. You know, KP. The other thing that KP has strike is that uh, strike rate 136 yeah, in IPL. Yeah. That is, uh, but he's but 100. But overall, T20 internationally, uh, strike rate 141. Yeah. Um, so, but the I think the other thing is that you know when um, let's just say you, you, you're bowling and, and the English have got an inexperienced seam attack. They come in first over comes into Chris yeah. Gale and and first two balls go for a six and a four. Let's just say yeah. Yeah. Now the English bowlers they're thinking bloody hell I'm up against K up, up, up against Gale here you know and I'm I'm now going to be taken to the cleaners. Now KP also has that ability to put the fear of God in the bowler. Yeah. You see the the fear of God. It doesn't happen in so you know how we think. Oh yeah, Morgan and Butler, but the bowlers don't think of Butler and all that like, like the way we do. Oh, we yeah. look at it because we're so we look at England all the time, um, you know. So Josh Butler does well in this tournament. You know that that's that's the only thing that that I can see that there's no marquee signings, marquee players worldwide. That, you know, just, without turning this into the KP show, right? In this team, right? There's no Anderson, there's no Broad, there's no Pryor. There's no um, Alistair Cook. There's no um, Andy Flower. I I want England to win a tournament. I want England to win the tournament and win that. You, you pick your best players, and um, Peterson is in the top. He's probably the best the best T Twenty player in this team. Maybe maybe only Butler can rival him in that stakes. Yeah, I agree with that. For me, though, Strauss has made some made a huge call on it. He's gone for for the for the mythical idea of a team. Um, ethic and balance and harmony. Um, he's made the big call. We beat the Australians. We beat the South Africans. The team now needs to prove that it doesn't need KP in it. But I cannot understand any argument or any team that hasn't got it in it. And teams, yeah. teams all around the world in all sorts of sports have dickheads in them, and you deal with yeah. it. We, yeah, and also the fact that you know all those players I mentioned still play in the Test side, and we beat the Aussies and we beat the South Africans in the Test series. But you know this is a specialist tournament; it's a specialist form of the game. Do Australia? So, do Australia drop Warner? He's a dickhead. No. Do South Africa drop De Villiers? Seems like a good guy. No. Would the would the Gale? He's a dickhead. But it, would it, yeah. West Indies drop him? No. They deal with him, and he's the best player. Mm. The the Indians as a as a people love kp he's the big draw in, in the ipl auction and all that sort of stuff so um the first question before a ball's bold is why have you not got kp in your team if you lose to the west indies the first question is why is kp playing your team it's going to haunt it's going to haunt england anyway you may as well have just picked him um you know from that point of view it's, it's, you can't get rid of it because the country that you're playing in adores kp do you, know, do, you, do you know what would be really, really, really interesting is to know whether the coach would have, if it was up to him, whether he would have picked him. Good question. Because I'm, be- I'm guessing he's, he's an Australian. He wants, to, he, he's just taken the job. He's been in the job for six months. I bet he wants to win, and he's got no baggage. He's got none of the baggage of what happened before. So that would be, I, I'd want to know. Um, but I, I wonder if he's been overruled as some kind of policy, Strauss policy. You know, have any of these I've, players yeah. got any baggage though? Is it only maybe Root and Morgan? But and I it think was both of them young, like him. Apparently the younger players always got on with him anyway. Anyway, we, we need to move on anyway. The decision's been made. Like you said, it's going to haunt the team, you know, unless they prove they can win without him, um, which is, you know, we'll have to wait and see. One quick thing I wanted to get, get, get in there, guys, I don't know if we've got time, was presence of Jai Wardner at the back, at the uh, in, in the backroom staff. Is he still there? Or is it, was... Yep, he is. It's huge. Yeah. Great appointment. Uh, yeah. Collingwood as well. Great Thanks appointment. for doing some work. So he's with us and not Blanca. 
Yeah, yeah he's he with is. he's with he's with England and um, and Collingwood's in their former winner, like you say, uh, Rhodes. Absolutely, we've got a lot of experience in the in the coaching setup now. It's all like I said; it seems to be thought through. It seems to be well planned. Let's see if it works. They need to prove a lot of the questions that we've asked in this podcast wrong because I I don't see uh, a World Cup winning squad there. Because it's Kenny, are you putting because a, it, are you putting a fiver? Because it's in India. <laughs> Does each yeah. week? If I put if I put it on each way, if if we get to the semi-finals, do we uh, do I do I win? How does each way go? Oh, uh, <laughs> this isn't Paddy Power. We have no idea. <laughs> um, if it's a fiver to win, I'm not doing it. If it's a fiver each way, and if you get to the semis, then yeah, I'll get I'll get the Daily Police on me if I start giving a bit of advice now. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably been accused on Twitter already. You know, are you his bookie? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the first game against Windies and oh yeah. settles yeah. it down, doesn't it? It's yeah, exactly. uh, uh, you say the easy group, but we've just talked about it now, and you're thinking it's anything but easy with Mr. Gale and Mr. De Villiers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's easier than the other, especially when you've got Afghanistan and Sri Lanka as your final two games. If you can win one of the first two, you, you're nearly set for the semi. Although the most English thing of everything would be to beat. Western Indies, a beach South Africa, and then blow it by losing to Afghanistan. <laughs> and go out, go out on the uh, run, net run, run rate. rate. <laughs> yeah. Although the highlight of the whole tournament, the highlight of the whole tournament will probably be um, Willie bowling to Dukoch. But there we go. It's <laughs> a great ending. <laughs> That's the climax. That's it. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, oh matron. <laughs> There we have it, gents. Cheers, on it. Welcome to the Quick Index T20 World Cup preview podcast. We're going to be looking at the Black Cats, the New Zealand side. A lot of people fancy them. And we've got a New Zealand fan, Andy McGough. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. Cheers for having me on, then. It's exciting to be talking about uh, something that's not football. Yeah, definitely, especially after our season. Uh, we'll, get, exactly. we'll get straight on, into it. Who I'm going to ask you if a lot of the a lot of the people I've spoken to, like uh, Amit and stuff, they know India's eleven. People are secure with their 11s. Is the same? Is it the same case with Williamson's as New Zealand side? Is the eleven pretty much settled going into the first game? I don't think so, Dan. I think uh, if you ask ten people, they'll give you give you ten different sides. Um, you know, the, the the team used to pick itself, but I think this uh, this summer's not really gone to plan. Uh, there's been a few injuries about the place. Uh, guys like Ross Taylor's just coming back from injury, and, and when he's fit, he's a guy you can't leave out. But the biggest concern for us is the bowlers. Um, Saudi, he was injured at the start of the the summer, and he only came back for the Aussie test. So. He's not got a lot of bowling under his belt, and the bowling that he's done has been pretty fruitless. Um, so I think uh, it's yeah, there's probably going to be um, three quicks out of uh, Southie, Bolt, and uh, Adam Mill. Um, and I guess it's which one do you leave out? And I think it could be a, a um, out of out of Southie and Mill, um, and having Anderson and uh, Elliot as your rounders. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit weird going into a tournament where you uh, yeah you can't write down your um, your eleven uh, straight away. What what's your spin attack? I think that's gonna. I'm, I'm asking all the people. It's so weak. The spin your... attack's so weak. That's just such a lack of experience. And we've got the Leggy and Ish Sodi who he's done a right to me. 
Basically, but he's only um, played a couple of games, uh, well, a couple of T20s, and um, and that's about it this summer. Um, Satner, I think he's he's a, he's a little left arm orthodox, so a bit in the Vittori mould. Uh, he this summer he's been a lot better with his bat um, than the ball, uh, but uh, he's taken seven wickets and six um, T20s. <clears throat> excuse me, this summer, so it's it's not a bad return. Um, and then you've got Nathan McCullum, who's kind of been out of the scene for a little while and just brought back for the uh, for the T20 um, tournament. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a toss-up, really. I mean, if they want to bat deeper, I guess Satin is definitely going to be the option. But uh, it really is a lottery, like the tournament itself. Um, you've got three guys. We lost a lot of experience when Vittori left. You know, as, as everyone knows, not a prolific spinner of the ball, um, but he was a great um, bowler in T20 because he could just hold up an end. He didn't world give a class, lot, away a lot world, of runs. Yeah. Absolute world class T20 bowler. And his change of pace was the key. He used to, um, you know, over in, in the IPL and over with these sticky Indian wickets, he used to just get the ball to sit up and, you know, take a few wickets. Um, so, yeah, the, the spinning options are, are, are poor. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just flipping a coin, really, to see who starts out of out of Satner and, and Sodi, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, for me, it's, teams that have got two and three really top quality spinners are going to do well in this tournament. I think over England, you've got a lot of IPL experience compared to compared to England. You know, Williamson's had a bit on there. Taylor, Anderson, McCullum, Southie, and McLennan have got so far. Is there any yeah, more? Yeah, but than even that? saying that, they don't. They haven't. I mean, you know, as I say, they've lost a lot of experience in McCullum. He had a, he's played quite a few seasons over there, or he scored that uh, amazing ton in the first game. Yeah, what's um, that? 158 now. Yeah. It? Oh, Jeepers! I don't know how many times <laughs> I've, I've seen that again since he's done it. But they don't. I mean, they don't have a lot. Like we don't have any spinners anymore with experience over there. Um, Bolt, Anderson, and Milner are pretty new to the scene. Yeah, uh, Taylor's been over there, but he's been injured a bit. Um, Saudi and Munro both only just secured contracts for this upcoming season. And so, uh, you know, there's a bit, but I was looking at something, it's like 13 of the, the squad have only played, have played less than 15 games over in India. So um, there's there's not a huge amount of experience in those conditions. Um, and, and uh, you know, whilst we had a good warm-up game against um, Sri Lanka, you know, the, the game against um, England, well, I know it's kind of, um, you know, like pre-season in football, it's, it's meant to be meaningless. It's only only means something if you're winning. Um, you know, we, we kind of got undone by the, the spin attacks, and um, and I think that that will be uh, our Achilles heel over there. I've got to cheer you up then, because you're, you've got the player for me who's, who's possibly, other than Joe Root, my favourite player in cricket at the moment. I could watch him bat all day. Kane Williamson. He's amazing. Is he, is he, is he, is he key to any yeah, chances that you've is. got? I think the big thing with him is he he's one of those guys that accumulates without you really noticing. Um, he has that ability to change his shot without um, making a fool of himself. Like if he comes down the wicket, the ball's too close to his body, he'll just adapt. And I think it's that adapting and rotating the strike. And next thing you know, he'll, he'll pick up the scoring rate and he might be off 60 off, you know, 40. Um, he's opening the innings, he has been opening the innings with Guptal. Um, and he's kind of been that uh, foil for Guptal where Guptal's blasting and McCullum would be the one that kind of ticks the strike over. But if you look at this, scores over the last sort of five innings he's uh, gone over 53 times and hit 30 in his other two um, so you know he's been scoring some decent runs and, and it's been um, at a good clip as so I think that that's like anything it's crucial you know top three I think is, is crucial Guptal 
is really susceptible to spin, um, and that that could be a big problem. Uh, Williamson, he, he he's a he's a world class batsman. He's you know he he could be uh, the greatest batsman that we've had. Um, just having lost in the last week, uh, who I pick Martin Crow as our greatest batsman, and Munro is a bit of an unknown factor, but he's been scoring some big runs um, and, and quick, and I think that uh, he could be. Um, I guess the the guy who could take McCullum's place in, in terms of um, excitement factor and just just hitting the ball long over the boundary. So where would Munro come in? Three, four, or five? Normally at three, I think. I think they'd probably go Gupta, Williamson, Munro at three, Taylor at four, and most probably Anderson at five. Anderson's another guy where he's just so hot and cold. Uh, when he's on, he's he's on. Um, but uh, and he was picked up for that in the IPL. Uh, he had a couple of you know big season. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's been a little bit hot and cold since his last two innings in T20s. He's had a couple of um, decent scores, uh, and, and I guess we just hope he can continue that over um, throughout the tournament. And so, in the first your first game against India, not, in fact, looking at New Zealand's fixtures, it, it couldn't be worse set up, really, could it? That's right. India, 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 India <laughs> Pakistan, and Bangladesh, and you need to win two of those. Um, at least. Yeah. I was, I was reading an article and they're talking about uh, India as the um, it's a battle of the heavyweights against the heartthrobs. And I was like, oh, who's this going to be? Because the Indians, you know, they they love the they love the players over there. Um, but no, we're meant to be the heart the heavyweights. So I think it's like um, you know giving out a most improved trophy. You're not got a chance <laughs> of winning, um, and yet you've been labelled the nice guys of cricket. So so uh, they just think, oh, you're just coming to make up the numbers. Which, which is absolute nonsense because the way you played in the last World Cup just just demonstrated that, didn't it? Well, I think you know we've we've we have um, punched above our weight a lot, and I think the culture that uh, McCullum and Hessen created was was pretty awesome. And in terms of you know really attacking, uh, um, you, you got a, a group of guys where everyone wants to play with each other, and and I think that's why we haven't seen guys like Jesse Ryder about, who's a great talent, but he just doesn't fit into that team culture. Um, and uh, guys really punching above their weight, like uh, Grant Elliott has been, you know, for for he's just close, to, must be close to our age, and he's uh, you know still picking up a lot of wickets and, and scoring key runs and, and throwing himself about in the field. And um, you know, I think he'll be he'll be key over there. Um, but yeah, you, you don't know. I mean, it really is a lottery this tournament. You know, we we did all right this time when they came over here. Um, you know. It, it really is a case of who turns up on the day. I, I still think India will, will do us in the first game. Um, but, you know, we could get two out of the three out of it, um, Aussie, Pakistan and Bangladesh. I think if you you could swap and put New Zealand in the other group, and I I think they'd win that group. In this group, I think you'd do, I think, third, maybe fourth. Because that, yeah, or maybe fourth. Bangladesh, you know I mean? they're not, you know, you, over there, they're a good side. Well, not done well in Bangladesh, um, on the, and playing against them on the subcontinent. So, um, yeah, that could be a uh, yeah, it could be a banana skin. Um, yeah, stuff much change going on as well. I mean, we're not really sure how Williamson's going to captain, um, and you know, I guess this isn't really a true test. Chucking him into a, a T Twenty tournament where um, it's pretty hard to set a field for most batsmen, um, but it'll be interesting to see uh, how how he goes about it um, and. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just, uh, it really is waiting and see, like I keep saying, coming back to it, really is going to be a lottery to, to see how it turns out. How How is he going to captain? Because obviously I've seen how 
amazing he is batting, especially test match batting. But of course, if you if you did an analysis of all the rankings, all the averages in the past eighteen months, Williamson, of course, all three formats is the best batsman in the world. But what what I don't want England to do with Root is make him captain and and then suddenly ruin him for him. So yeah. is is this kind of easing him in, seeing if he's got it, seeing if he's capable to take over from McCullum? Because it seems to me. That's the worst person to take over as a captain because he he, he was innovative. It it took New Zealand to a different level, um, and and then you you're lumping all that on your best player. How is he going to react? I think um, Dan we like uh, McCullum's had a lot of injuries over the last couple of years. Um, his, his back. I think he's one of these guys we're going to find out in a couple of years just how bad his back really was. Um, and the, and the pain that he's playing through. So McCullum uh, Williamson got a lot of captaincy. Experience experience over these last um, sort of 18 months and I think that uh, even you could see in the last few games uh, that we're playing that McCullum and, and uh, Williamson were talking a lot about the field setups about how they were going to going to set things up so I wouldn't be too surprised if there's if we don't really see a great deal of change on the field um, and, and given he's had this pressure on him already um, and, and Williamson really does seem to be one of those guys that's completely unfazed um, I, I'm not sure it's going to have a negative impact. I, I think if it does, um, that they'll you know they'll be quick to, to deal with it. I don't think that they can afford for a you know a best batsman to um, to be suffering. But I, I just have a feeling that because he's had the experience over the last 18 months, as I say, it's probably just going to be a seamless change, um, and and he'll probably just take it in his stride. If it does, if it's anything like his batting, then it definitely will. So yeah. you, I mean, as I said, like, well, like what you said, I mean, your, your, your biggest concern in cricket is that your best batsman is going to be lumped with the pressure of of captaincy, um, and it's going to negatively impact his game. Um, and uh, you know, I think the Aussies are a classic case of it, it working out fine. Um, and and I just hope that uh, well, yeah, it's just a case of fingers crossed. I think that it just um, goes as seamless as I hope. So we've. <clears throat> We're looking at the India game. We're not convinced. India are probably going to win that one. It's the opener. You know, huge game. How, what, what, what level would you make them favourites? I'd probably go 60-40, maybe 70-30 India on that one. I think it'll be 70-30, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're just... Um, it's not just what... Well, I think the conditions is the real tipping point. They just... they got all that experience, particularly in, you know, well, in their own conditions, which is key. But you know, it's interesting just hearing the comments that you know some of these batsmen are coming out and um, or Kohli as well, and just coming out, you know, saying they don't really focus on the other side; they just focus on you know what they need to do, um, and and you know in terms of par totals and that sort of stuff. I'm not sure if it was yourself that tweeted that yesterday, but um, you know, just looking at where they should expect that they'll be scoring runs, um, so not getting into a panic if they're not hitting the the first ball for six, but then just you know um, making. Sure Sure that they're keeping close to that, that par score, um, and and I think that they can just they can take a game away from people so quickly, um, and you know I think uh, <laughs> you just look at their, their batting lineup. They can uh, they can bet you know that the top top five in their lineup is just um, sensational, um, and what is it they got? Uh, uh, as I was looking at um, Yuvraj coming in at you know at five and unbelievable batting lineup. Yeah. Yeah, that is it's it's uh, it's crazy, but yeah, you know, I think I mean they've got to be favourites for that game. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't see in this in this. Um, I think it's a, it shows the beauty of cricket because I I think you could put all these squads 
into England and you get a different result, into Australia, get a different result, New Zealand, you know. And, and the fact that it's in India, that's that's why India are huge favourites. Because if you have a look at all the run scored, strike rates, economy rates for bowlers, wickets taken, obviously they're all dominated by Indian players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. if you look at the 1-11, to all of them have got vast experience on each of the pitches. So many appearances, so that's that's the only reason. But I don't think India are particularly a better T20 side than New Zealand. It's just that they're so used to this place, just in the conditions. Yeah, and that brings yeah, me on to the next. That brings me on to the next game, which is the Aussie clash. Um, this is the derby in this group for you. Obviously, there's the Indian Pakistan one in this, but in this game, you've played them quite a bit recently. Can you, yeah, we who, have. Yeah, who, we just had a. Who's a who's performed? Series. Who performed in the T20s? Did you play them in many T20s? No, we didn't play them. Right. T20s from from memory. Um, I uh, I'll be um, kind if I'm wrong, but um, yeah, we <laughs> so we um, Guptill was our performer in the in the one days. Um, from uh, straight off the bat, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he is just a, a he has been a freak this summer in terms of his um, one day game. Um, he converted into the uh, the test matches like he Lion um, just seemed to own him in the in the in the test. Just, just can't play spin, and I think that's why he's not been picked up for um, an IPL contract. He just has that real susceptibility to spin, um, and and that's a you know a massive concern. We did pretty well against Aussie in the one days, um, and uh, I think we we won that series over here. But um, you know McCullum was getting runs, which is a concern. Henry Nichols, um, he's, a, he's a new boy on the block. Um, he got some runs against them as well, but I just can't see him. Can't see him fitting into this T20 side. I, I just think that they'd um, go with some some safer options, and particularly Anderson, who can bowl a bit. The only way I'd see him sneaking in there is if they took uh, if they left that Ronke um, and had Nichols uh, um, with the gloves, because Ronke's one of those guys as well who um, you know he can go big on his day, but um, his day's just getting rarer and rarer at the moment. Yeah, yeah, um, who else scored some runs? Yeah, yeah Williamson, um, Elliot. Uh, yeah, had a, had a few knocks in Satna. Satna was the one who was kind of scoring thirties and forties against um, the Aussies, um, and uh, and that's why I think if they want, to, you know, if they're, if they're focusing on the run side and just kind of picking that, the bowlers will just do what they do. Um, then I think um, that that Satna could be a good option there. But uh, I think not having the Aussies not having Stark. I'm assuming that they still don't have him, but as a big as a as a key, he's such a phenomenal bowler um, that uh, not. Having him in there, but you know Shane Watson. How did that guy get two million in the IPL? Um, <laughs> he's, he's a got, massive fraud. He's got he's got a fantastic record. To be fair to him in the IPL, I think yeah. he must just go on that. But yeah, yeah, in Test matches he is definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think um, yeah, that that is the great match as you say. Um, but I, I think uh, I think we have a chance in that one. I think we have a chance of shading it over there. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a case of. Um, yeah, if we get some runs on the border, you know, guys like Adam Moon might be able to do the damage against them. Yeah, I'm I'm fifty fifty on that game. Um, I'm similar on the next one as well. New Zealand, Pakistan, Pakistan struggled in the Asia Cup. Um, they struggled over here. I mean, they they won one of the one of the three T20s, but you know the the two that we beat them by, um, you know, we beat them by ten wickets in the in the second T20 and by ninety five runs in the third. So that's that some big scores. Again, you know, they just seem very reliant on a Freddie. Um, both bowling. I mean, he's a, a phenomenal bowler in, in um, T20 format. Um, but you know, you nick him out cheaply, and um, yeah, they uh, 
that's a, a massive boost for any side playing against them. So you fancy your chances then against? I think we could beat Pakistan. Yeah, yeah. So, so your two, so your two wins are Pakistan, we'll Bangladesh, two, and then it's just a coin flip against the Aussies. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't sound confident, do I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I two, two and a half wins is pretty pretty confident. Uh, it's more yeah. than I've given England. Um, I think it'll be, yeah, I'm hoping Bangladesh, what will happen is we'll, we'll probably beat the Aussies and Pakistanis and lose to India and Bangladesh. Um, but, uh, yeah, it really will be. I think it, it will be lose to India, coin toss for Aussies and Pakistan and hopefully beat Bangladesh. So hopefully we'll get one of those Aussies or Pakistan games. So going off of that, that means you're going through with India. Who, are you going to get any further? And do you think you could beat India or... Possibly South Africa in the in in one of the other games if if those teams obviously get through. No, I don't think so. No, I, I think we'd be lucky to get out of the pool, and I think if we do, that that could be a you know, run. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I think that uh, like them run to here in the side, such a good spinner is going to be you know key over there, um, and uh, you know they they just uh, they've got the right batsman for those conditions as well. Uh, yeah. Be interesting to see whether you know guys like Dominic play, but with with De Villiers and Emler um, uh, and and all that. Uh, you know, there's not going to be it'd be tough tough to beat the um, the South Africans over there. They're probably those and in, in West Indies are probably the, the most experienced IPL outside of India, are they? And like you say, Tahir is a huge asset. <laughs> it's getting pretty predictable now. But are you going for India to win it then? And uh, I think they've got to be big favourites, purely for the conditions. You know, teams like Sri Lanka are not performing anymore. Pakistan's really hot and cold, and I think the other two teams that over in those conditions could have challenged for it. Um, I, yeah, I, I think uh, because of where it's been played, I think um, India's got to be big favourites for the tournament. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.